0: You're listening to a C3 Victory podcast. To find out more, visit us online at c3victory.org.au.
1: Hey, um, so, our night extension service, Pastor Christina, starts next week, yeah. right here. Right. right. Um, so, I just wanted to say a couple of things about that, right? The night, the night extension service is an extension of what we're doing. We are extending ourselves as C3 Victory. Why? For the purpose of reaching more people, right? That's the point. The whole point is to gather more people, people who don't know Christ yet, people who used to know Christ of any generation, which is exactly the same reason why we are all here today, right now. Okay, this is the point. The point is that we grow in Christ so that we can have an abundance in our lives, so that we can show more people what that abundance looks like in our soul, in our mind, in our spirit, with our finances, in our marriage, in our family. There's meant to be a a prospering of people of God on the earth, right? And when the people of God are prospering, more people start finding Christ, right? Because they go, hang on a minute, I'm struggling with this and you're struggling with the same thing, but you've got a foundation that's, that's, that's setting you up for victory no matter, no matter the outcome, right? There's a difference between us and the world. And the, and, and the difference, one of the differences is that we prosper no matter what. We prosper no matter what. Your marriage can prosper no matter what. Okay, anyway, that was all for free. But um, that's the point of the night service is so that more people, right? So that more people can find Christ. So that more people can find the abundance of God. Okay, so it's not a competition. All right? It's not, we're not starting the night service because, well, 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 we tried in the morning and so, all right, it's an extension. We are going beyond ourselves, right, because you probably know people who can't come on a Sunday morning because they do other things, right. So invite them to the night service, all right, good, all right, beautiful. So Pastor Keith kicked us off last week in a new series called Right on the Money. It's so important that we have the right mentality when it comes to money, right? Yeah. On the money, right? Right, right. right. So, so previously, I'm going to deviate a little bit to today because, you know, I think we need it. Um, previously, uh, pastors preach on giving and not on money. But we're changing that up a little bit. Because you're expecting me to say that in order for you to prosper, you just need to keep giving more. That's not always the way. Next week, Pastor Nate will be here preaching on our last uh, message in this series. And we're talking purely on investing. Because if you and I are gonna prosper and if that prosperity is going to last, we can't feel pressured by God pressured by ourselves, pressured by anybody. I mean, God's not really going to pressure you. He's just going to say, hey, do this. And you go, okay, yes or no, right? But, But often an offering will come around or we'll say we're taking up our vision giving offering or whatever and we feel the pressure of giving a certain amount. But sometimes what we've done, Christians have done in the past is given what we can't really afford because we feel the pressure of sacrifice and sacrifice isn't a bad thing, but we, sometimes we give out of pressure, not out of obedience, right? And so we don't set, us, we don't set ourselves up to be able to give in the future because we've, we've kind of undermined ourselves, our future giving capacity because we've given so much, all right? So we'll talk about that a bit next week. But Pastor Keith uh, last week talked about the tithe, Alright, tithing recognises God's provision and it recognises God's dominion. I love that word. It was a great word last week, wasn't it? If you didn't hear it, get the the podcast. It was so good. Okay, and so when we tithe, we're saying money doesn't have dominion over me. When we tithe, we say money doesn't have my heart. God does. So when I sit down at my computer on a Thursday morning and my, little f- and my phone reminds me, tithe today, I go, oh yeah, all oh, right. yeah. So I sit down on my computer and I work it out. Oh yes, good, good, good. Uh, it's, I, I, what I'm saying is, God, You own my heart. Yeah. Not this. Yeah. Because, you know, is there ever a shortage of bills to pay? It doesn't seem like that. Anyway. Uh, So today we're going to continue our series um, because unless we have a God view on money, you can't really prosper, okay? So some people say, well, isn't money the root of all evil? Well, no, actually. The love, exactly. The love. 1 Timothy 6 verse 10 says, For the love of money is a root of all kinds of evil. Some people, eager for money, have wandered from the faith and pierced themselves with many griefs, whoa, right? I love what John Calvin said. He said, where riches hold the dominion of the heart, God has lost His authority. Wow. Oh, where your treasure is, there your heart is. That's what Jesus said. So Pastor Keith mentioned and Pastor Jez this morning just mentioned, right? The blessing that comes from the tithe. So we're gonna explore what this blessing looks like, all right? Who's keen for that? Not just the blessing of of the tithe, but the blessing that is on you and I, all right? So I think the purpose of money in the kingdom of God comes down to two things, really simple, and it's freedom and fruitfulness. Freedom from debt, freedom from Stuff in the world that you are feeling pressured to do or purchase or be. Freedom from, freedom really to pursue your calling. Yeah. Right? I think that, that, that's one of the purposes of money in the kingdom is freedom. And the second is fruitfulness. Right? And we'll talk, we'll, we'll unpack that a little bit today. Uh, and this is kind of why we used to really apologise for preaching on money. It's like, Ooh, it used to be such a, a taboo subject. I really like it now. I'm a bit bit bummed I only get one message in this whole series because I love seeing people unlocked in this area. It is so good when someone starts tithing and they go, it's gonna be okay now. You know, or someone, someone, they hear God and God says, well, this is what I want you to do. And they go, okay. And then the blessing comes And they go, you know what? God really actually does have this, right? So we're gonna start with this awesome scripture. It's in Genesis chapter 12. We've got two scriptures in Genesis today. And then we've got one in two Corinthians. And some of you will be like, he's preaching from that Corinthians passage again. Good, 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 excellent. All right, here we go. We're gonna start from Genesis chapter 12. And this is, uh, Pastor Keith talked about uh, Abraham or Abram last week. And we're gonna continue uh, on that kind of vein Right now. So Genesis 12, 1 to 3. This this shows us that blessing, the blessing that is on you, is not meant to just be on you. It's not meant just for you. Blessing is never meant to be stagnant. Blessing is meant to flow. All right? So the Lord had said to Abram, Genesis 12, verse 1, the Lord had said to Abram, Go from your country, your people, and your father's household to the land that I will show you. I will make you into a great nation and I will bless you. I will make your name great and you will be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you and whoever curses you I will curse and all peoples on earth will be blessed through you. Now I can hear a couple of you theological people going, all right, that blessing is for Abraham, not for us. Not so, okay. Galatians chapter three talks about how we are called the sons of Abraham and we inherit His blessing. All right? Talk to me more about it later if you want more information. Excellent. Uh, I was listening to a Bill Johnson podcast this week. Good to get podcasts into you. And this one was called uh, Stewards of the Divine. Wow. I saw that on the list. I was scrolling through and I went, Stewards of the Divine? Oh my goodness. I have to listen to that one. And he said this quote. He said, I know what's in my account, but I just want to take possession of it. And this is, this is something that we, we have been given so much in Christ. But sometimes we're not kind of walking in it, right? Sometimes there's a gap between what I see I have and what I'm walking in. True? True. So how then do we walk in this blessing and what does it mean if we do? Let's talk about the fact, the truth, that you are already blessed. Not just because you've got a few bucks on the bank, not just because you've got a nice friend or marriage, special friend, Rebecca, not just because not just because you've got, you know, uh, a car that you don't, you, you know, you, you own half of the car, okay? Not just because you, you, you have a house that you live in, but because God has already said that you are already blessed, no matter what. Okay, I'm gonna prove it to you, all right? Uh, let's go back to what Pastor Keith was saying last week about the law of first mention, all right? So there's a little, can we bring that, that slide up, Tommy? The law of first mention, okay? That means that the first time a word occurs in Scripture, It gives the key to understanding its meaning in every other place in Scripture, right? So when is the first time that we are called blessed? And it's right back in Genesis chapter 1, verse 27 and 28. It says this, So God created mankind in His own image. In the image of God, He created them, male and female, He created them. And it says God blessed them and said to them, be fruitful and increase in number, or on your screen it'll say, be fruitful and multiply, fill the earth and subdue it, have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, and over every living thing that moves on the earth. Check that out, right? Immediately after God creates mankind, He blesses them. Straight away, blessing, straight away, blessing. It's like He can't wait. It's like God's going, all right, gonna... Yeah, 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 yeah now, now, I'm gonna bless you. He can't wait, okay? And so here we discover something really key about how to interpret every other time that, that, that the word blessing is used in the Word of God, all right? Firstly, we see that we are already blessed, no matter what, okay? You're already blessed. You, you might not feel blessed right now, but you're already blessed. Sometimes there's a a gap between how I'm feeling about something and the truth, right? I might not feel like I'm really blessed right now. A few bills come in, your account goes down, and you go, well, God, not feeling the blessing right now. That's okay. It doesn't mean that you're not blessed. God's already, God's already said you're blessed. He's already told you, you're blessed, right? I'm already blessed and then I can see I can be fruitful in that blessing, that it's meant to multiply and that through that multiplication, I can have dominion. Fruitfulness, multiplication, dominion. So the Hebrew word that's used here for blessed is, uh, is pronounced borak, and it's meant to be, it, it means to be prospered by God. To be prospered by God. I love that. So it doesn't matter what's going on, you can walk around going, hang on a minute, I, um, God's gonna prosper me, because that's what he said in the beginning. Yesterday, uh, we 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 decided to step out on a bit of a limb in our business, and we thought let's uh, let's try something, let's try something new. Valentine's Day is is coming up, and uh, Charlestown Square was having a bit of a thing, and we were like, beautiful. We're going to step out. Last time we did a little pop up at Charlestown Square, we sold out by what twelve. Noon, It was. we are totally sold out and we we're like, this is gonna be the best. So Beck and I, she stayed up late on Thursday night or we both stayed up late on Friday night and we produced 150 boxes, right? 150 boxes, it was like the best. We we're like, yeah, i are gonna nail this one. So that's $3,000 worth of stock, right? And we're like, come on, yeah, here we go. And then so yeah, Beck and Ethan go up there to Charlestown Square and set it all up. And anyway, long story short, <clears throat> didn't really go according to plan. <laughs> I was really hoping to come with a great testimony today, like, yeah, and then God blessed us again, and it was just awesome. No. Nah. Uh, a bunch of things really didn't go well. Where they located us, all this stuff that totally wasn't our fault. Um, we, we, we planned well, we, we prepared, and uh, 23 boxes, 20, we sold 23 boxes out of the 150. Yeah, which is great, but not quite what I was anticipating. It's zero. Yeah. And I, it's zero. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's better than zero. Good point, good point, good point. Yeah, that's, absolutely. But for the whole day, I know I'm preaching on blessing, today and for the whole day yesterday I'm having this war inside of my brain and this war is going but but look you're not being blessed but hang on the Bible says that you're already blessed but look at the look at what's happening today yes but this is what there's often a gap between what's going on in the physical and what God has said there's a gap sometimes between what's in your account and what you are taking possession of. And that's okay, because it doesn't mean that what's in your account is zeroed. It doesn't mean that what's in your account is, is, is nothing. It never, your experience never redefines the truth of who you are and what God has said about you. All right? Right, yeah, you can, you can clap on that one. Okay, so Abram found exactly the same thing, right? Right? He says, God says to him, I'll bless you. You'll be a blessing through you. All the nations of the world will be blessed. Go from your town, go from your home country and I'll show you where to live. Beautiful. Abram picks up all of his people, all of his possessions, everything. Let's move. We're moving and God directs him to a place called Canaan. Awesome. This is going to be the promised land in the future. It's going to be awesome. Oh my goodness. Check it out. And look what happens in chapter 12, verse 10. It says, Now there was a famine in the land. And Abram went down to Egypt to live there for a while because the famine was so severe. Yay! Oh, joy! You get there, you feel like you've obeyed God. You go, oh, we're moving in the right direction. This is awesome. The blessing of God's on us. I've been declaring stuff. I've been working hard. And you get there and it all comes to nothing. And you go... Or it all comes to $460 when you were thinking of $3,000. Right? Sometimes when you start to realise the blessing that is on you, it's going to be tested. And that test is not meant to make you second guess. Oh my goodness, is it real? Is it really truth? God, is this actually real? It's meant to solidify the truth so that you can walk deeper in the truth than it just being a surface level thing that you want to brag about. Yeah. Yeah. Very good. We, uh, we, 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 we felt really blessed lately. We were contacted by someone in our C3 Victory family and they said to us, um, we, want, we really feel that God is calling us to give you some money, give you and Beck some money so you can upgrade Beck's car. And that was really great, because Beck's car's falling apart. And uh, I'm like, awesome, this is great, this is so good, uh, thanks Lord, this is so, oh my goodness, so amazing. And uh, so they said it's going to be within the realm of ten dollars to $15,000. I'm like, wow, that's great. That's awesome. So we found the car that we thought this is going to be good. It was great, and we got it. You know, my dad test drove it because we we're on holidays, and yeah, it's pretty good. It's got a couple of little things. Okay, no worries. So I get back, and we take it up to our mechanic, uh, and uh, I, I go to pick it up at the end of the day. It's got a couple of little things. If you could just get that those things fixed up, yeah, no worries. A couple of tires. Yep, beautiful. No worries. No worries. Get it sorted out, and I go to pick up the car at the end of the day, and uh, and he's sitting there on the other side of the. Bench going, and I'm like, uh, that doesn't look very good, man. <laughs> Tell me what's going on. Long story short, it says uh, it's a turbo diesel, right? I said, yeah, 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 turbo diesel. It's been a bit sluggish, yeah, but you know, it's, it's a diesel. Your turbos collapsed. I'm like, okay, in, in what? realm of dollars are we looking at to get this slight problem repaired and he says uh it's going to be between upwards of five to six grand and I was like great great um that's wonderful news was the words that I did not say Sometimes there's a test immediately after the blessing because God doesn't want you to trust in the blessing. He wants you to trust in Him. The blessing is a reflection of His heart for you. It's So we've been trusting. Because the... the the goal isn't just to have a few dollars left over in the end of your account at the end of the week or the end of the month. That's 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 a that's okay, but that a greater goal is that you and I would walk in the revelation. I am blessed. I am already blessed. So yesterday, you know, I was walking out to my caravan, realizing I have a caravan. This is amazing. I, I'm I'm so blessed. I'm so blessed and I can even, I can even trust that he's going to continue and increase that blessing. So let's talk about that because God blessed mankind and he said, be fruitful and multiply, right? So let's talk about what happens when God's blessing is multiplied, your blessing multiplied. If you're writing notes, this is a second point. And so here's where it gets a little bit different to what you're expecting me to say, because what you're expecting me to say is keep giving more, bless more, be more generous. And those things are awesome and we'll talk about that. But, but right now, um, let's talk about seed. Because the, the Bible refers to money as seed, right? The Bible refers to a whole bunch of things as seed. The truth, like the revelation is seed. The gospel is, is like seed, but it's also referred to seed as money. So in 2 Corinthians chapter 9, we're going to read a few verses, verse 8 to 11. And it says this about money and about seed and about you and I. It says, And God is able to bless you abundantly, so that in all things, how's this, in all things at all times, having all that you need, you will abound in every good work, as it is written, they have freely scattered their gifts to the poor, their righteousness endures forever, wow. Now he who supplies seed to the sower and bread for food will also supply and increase your store of seed and will enlarge the harvest of your righteousness. You will be enriched in every way so that you can be generous on every occasion, wow. And through us, your generosity will result In thanksgiving to God. Okay, a few things I wanna quickly bring out of this, right? Firstly, God supplies seed to the sower, right? The people who sow their seed, He continues to supply the seed. So if you stop sowing your seed and you start eating your seed or wasting your seed or burning your seed or whatever, then I can't guarantee that He's gonna keep increasing your supply of seed. But He also, I love this, He also supplies bread for food. So stay with me because he's going to supply your needs and he's going to supply your seeds, right? Yeah. That's how it works. He's going to supply all your needs, but then he also gives you something to, and says, okay, here's some seed. I want you to plant it. Then his intention is to bless us abundantly. Abundantly. Can you grasp that for a minute? Can you, even, can you even say the phrase to yourself and believe it, He wants to bless me abundantly? What mindset do you have that is holding you back from believing that God wants to bless you? It's awfully quiet. Because this is a really good thing to explore in your own faith, in your own walk. What is, what is the mindset? What is the practice? What is, what are, what, what's going on in, in me or my marriage or my family or whatever? What am I carrying into my faith that is holding me back from walking in abundance? Yeah, it could be a lot of things. The, the old NIV, this is just to challenge this, all right? Because I love challenging religious mindsets. Oh, it's like, I love it. The, the, the old NIV says, you will be made rich in every way. Wow. Okay, here where it says, so that all things at all times, having all that you need, right? The word there in the, in the NIV, sorry, in New King James Version says, having all sufficiency, right? Now the word that's, that, that's used for that means in need of no aid or support, So you want me to tell you how to increase your blessing? How to multiply it? And and here's where here's where it comes down to what you're not expecting me to say. Because You can give and you can give and you can sow and you can sow and you can sow and you can be generous and you can be generous and you can be generous. And there's another love offering or someone else is in need that I know and you can keep giving and you can keep giving and you can give until your bank account is empty. You can give until you are in debt. And a lot of us have heard the law of sowing, the law of sowing, keep sowing, keep sowing. Oh my goodness. I'm gonna sow until I'm broke. And a lot, of, a lot of us have, uh, have practised this law of sowing, but what we haven't heard a lot about and what we haven't really stepped into, I don't believe properly or fully or certainly we haven't, is learning the law of reaping. Christians have heard a lot about the law of sowing, but not about the law of reaping. And so we kind of get, oh, I've got to keep, oh, I've got to keep, where's my wallet? Oh, my goodness. Oh, there's another need, another need, another need. Oh, there's another offering. And you go to like presence conference and they take up a miracle offering and you go, oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Here we go again. Oh, how much, God? How much, God? And we keep giving and we keep giving. And then we, we look at our bank account and we go, I can't keep going like this. And we've got to learn how to reap the harvest of what we've sown. And, and reaping the harvest, any farmer will tell you, I'm not really a farmer, I haven't spoken to any lately, but I'm just assuming, any farmer will tell you, right, that you need decent soil in order to plant the seed. If you come to my house and we throw bunches of grass seed on the front lawn, it's, gonna, it's not going to reap the harvest that you want. It's, uh, we live on the top of a hill and the soil is compact. It's so compact, it is unbelievable. It doesn't matter what we, how, how much I water this stupid lawn, it doesn't matter the amount of chemicals I throw on the lawn, it is so hard that it doesn't matter how much seed or how hard I throw the seed at the ground, it is not gonna reap me a harvest. <laughs> It's the same with your money if the soil of your mind is compact and filled with gravel and filled with rubbish. It's true. And we're we're on this, we're on a journey, we've been on a journey of this because we used to have a real poverty mindset. And it takes a long time for a poverty mindset to really get off your back. But you've got to keep working at it, you know, I remember uh, that we were at Presence Conference a few years ago, maybe I don't know, 10 years ago, and, uh, and we were believing for a bigger house. We were like, we want to have another child. We're like, we're believing for a bigger house. And so I think we, a couple of years at Presence Conference, we're like, God's like, how, I, how much should we give? Oh, $500. Oh my goodness. Uh, okay. Okay. Here we go, and we give and we believe for the new house. And then we, we go back to presence conference the year after, and we're like, God, where's our house? And God's like, Have you sold the old one yet? Ah, oh. Hang on a minute. So, what you're saying is, I have to do something here. The law of re- the, the, the harvest doesn't bring itself in by itself. You know, all the, all the sheaves of wheat don't go, we're done. <laughs> and wander in to your store. They don't do that. You've got to go and get them. You have to work hard in the field to bring in your harvest. It's not automatic. It's not magical. You don't throw a seed into, a, into an offering or into a person and go, great, here we go. Come on. Sometimes miracles do happen and that's awesome but it's not been you know our experience that that's the norm it's not magic there's blessing that God has already placed in your life. There's seed that He has already placed in your life. And there's certain blessing that is automatic, that is yours because of, of your level of faith, because of your level of faithfulness, because of your level of generosity, because of, of, of the tithe, right? There's certain blessings that are automatic in your life right now as a result of where you already are. But there's a, there's a harvest that you have to go and contend for. All right? Bruce, can you come up and share your testimony? Bruce got an awesome testimony of he he and Gail
0: and and just the result of... You tell him. You tell him. (laughs) You
1: literally have like two and a half minutes.
0: Okay. Um, Yeah, we just... uh, Things went backwards in our finances. We're tired. um, Done all those things. Given all the stuff that Darren's talking about. And we both got really angry. And I think Gail actually got angry at God. And then we stopped and we said, you know what? Um, God says that we can test him in the tithe. Um, like you said, there's a blessing there for us. And we decided to rise up and to pray. And I uh, say, so, you know what, God, we want to be blessed. We tithe, we give. I even said to God, um, because I, I lost a really good job and through the mining downturn and my wages went backwards, and um, I said to God, that guy over there, he's really unrighteous, dude, and he's like on way more than me, I, I want what he's getting, because he told me the amount that he was getting. And I said, I want the same money what he's getting, and I want my new job to be easier than this job, because the job I was is really hard, <laughs> and physically. And there came a point where I had to step out and believe God, and I took on a casual position, left a permanent position. for, And it wasn't really what I prayed for. It was the right money, but it wasn't what I prayed for. And then I had a a car accident. Out of that car accident, I met an old friend who owns a big business. And he said, why don't you come work for me? I said, really? And he goes, yeah. And he told me the amount that he was willing to pay me. And it was like, that's the amount. And then he he told me the job. And the job's really easy. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, God. But, um, yeah, just like I spoke with Pastor Darren about this. We had to contend for that. We had to go get that. And just... I was reading a scripture about Abraham when he, uh, God promised him he'd be the father of our faith. Uh, he made a sacrifice. God had promised him a lot of things, and the Bible says the the um, the vultures came down. And a lot of uh, scholars believe that birds of the air, vultures, they represent demonic forces. Wow. And Abraham drove them away. And so as I was wow. thinking about this, yeah, right. I was thinking that's a bit of a word for maybe some of us. Sometimes you've got to rise up, contend, and yeah and drive those things away that want to challenge you in that area.
1: That's awesome.
0: That's awesome. How good is that? So the other part
1: that Bruce didn't tell you was that Gail also got a new job and told her new employer, this is how much I want to earn. Oh, no, I can't do that. Well, that's how much I'm going to get. Oh, okay. And then they got offered her a job. <laughs> reaping, reaping your harvest doesn't happen without work. All right? Uh, and this is what I found can help. Just a few little things firstly listen and obey whatever God is saying just do it out of faith Uh, declare what God has said to you like he he said to us a few years ago peace and prosperity so it's still what I declare over my family every single day I wake up in the morning and I sit in my office or I sit on my back lounge and I just go God today I declare peace and prosperity over my family Right, And since then, God's shown me a whole bunch of verses that actually talk about walking in peace and prosperity. Okay, Declare the promises of God. God, you said that we'll be the head and not the tail. You said that all things work together for good. Where's your good in this? I declare your goodness. You can declare the nature of God, like what we did earlier, uh, the declaration over our our finances. Declare God's nature over you. Pray over your offerings. Declare that the harvest is gonna come back to you and then look for opportunities to go and get that harvest, okay? Work hard. Nothing's going to replace a solid work ethic, okay? Um, You you, you, you can't just love Netflix. It's it's not going to reap a harvest for you. I'm really sorry, it doesn't work like that. Okay, you, you, sometimes you might have to do something different. You might have to do something out of the box. You might have to go and, and contend in a different way in order to re- receive the thing that God's planned for you. And lastly, step out in faith. To see, Just ask God to show you what the opportunity is and how you can step out into that uh, in faith. I, um, I was driving, I'm running out of time and I haven't even hit my third point yet. All right, I, um, I was driving in the car the other day, coming home from work and, uh, and, and, and I'm just like, oh God, I'm just praying. And then I said to him, I, um, I'm sorry, like I haven't really chatted with you much over the day. I've just, be, just been trying to make it through work, you know? And, uh, and, I, and I kind of feel like that's how we are with our finances sometimes. We just feel like God wants us just to make it through. Can I tell you that's a really, it's actually a bit of an anti-God way of thinking. Because what you're saying is, God doesn't have any more for me. God doesn't want me to grow and increase in this. He wouldn't be a very good father if he wanted to punish you with just making it, it through. His intention is not that you would just make it through. His intention is that you would have an abundance, that you would have an overflow because he's relying on that overflow to meet the needs of other people. Praying the prayer, God, just supply all my needs. Pastor Phil says that's a pretty selfish prayer. He's already promised that he would supply your needs. The prayer we need to be making is, God, would you give me an abundance to help supply the needs of others? All right. I think, um, I think God's design is to bring growth for us in this area. I, um, I remember when we had to send Ethan to preschool. Do you remember preschool, Eve? Not really? Well, I, I, I distinctly remember freaking out about the, the, the small amount of money that it was going to cost to send you to preschool. Was it preschool? Was he like there one or two days a week? Three days a week? Three? I don't know. I don't know. Oh, I do remember freaking out, though, going, that's a lot of money right now. Oh, my goodness. Uh, so from, from that point, that we've been growing and increasing in our capacity, and now I have four children at private school and we're going to make it. We're going to make it. It's going to be okay. I don't know after the turbo's <laughs> been paid for, but 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 we're going to make it. Right? And and so here here's the shift in mentality is that I can't just think I'm just going to make it. Because God wants to use my seed to bless others so that they can see his blessing as well. Right? God's God's vision God's uh, intention is bigger than just us getting by and at the end of our lives, not having a, a massive mortgage. It's bigger than that. It's, it's bigger than, than just, whew, we're gonna scrape through everyone. Yay! No, it's much bigger than that. I remember getting a, a, a phone call while we we're on holidays. I can't remember what happened or it was a previous thing and someone didn't have a bed. Someone was sleeping on a mattress on the floor and, and, and we said, get them a bed. And we had, we had overflow from December. So we were like, no, 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 the church doesn't have to pay for that. We're paying for that. Because the overflow exists to meet the needs of others, others around us. So let's talk about that. Because Abraham was told, you I will bless you, and you will be a blessing, right? I will bless you, you will be a blessing. And you and I, whoa, we need to, we're gonna lift our eyes a little bit. Because often I just go, oh, yes, oh, managing this over here. Oh, my goodness, this has come in. Oh, my, oh, yes, thank you, Lord, for the blessing. You know, and all these, all these bills come out. And I'm just kind of managing my own thing and trying to make it through. You know, oh, no, think above, think above. Right, right. You know, oh, no, I'm, I'm blessed, I'm blessed. Oh, awesome. Just... And sometimes we're just going to lift our eyes to see some needs In front of us. Or I need to lift my ear. I don't know if that's a thing. That's not really a thing in scripture. Uh, I need to to listen to see what God is saying to do with a bit of my abundance. Or I need to realise that I have abundance and that that needs to go somewhere. You know? The Darren and Beck Retirement Fund is going to be alright if I keep seeing and meeting the needs of other people around us. Right. I love what Pastor Paul De Jong from Life Church in New Zealand, he uh, spoke at our national conference two years ago. And do you remember his message on his thing on money? Oh my gosh! You, need, you you can actually go and watch the entire thing if you want. The link I can give it to you. And he did this whole session just on money, and we were, I'm just like floored. And he said this. He said God wants us to have an abundance so that we can become an answer to the needs of the world. And we become, and then he, later on he said, we become an expression of the hands of Jesus. Whoa. So re- remember the blessing's about two things. The blessing's about freedom, walking in freedom, freedom to give, freedom to work or not work even. That's a, that's a foreign concept to some of us. But I know people who don't have to work anymore because they are like, I don't know, do they just inherit a lot of money? Maybe, but they inherited a mindset and now they're 50 years old. Don't have to work anymore, right? They created something. They sold something. And now they don't. They no longer have to work. They choose to work. Wow! I'd love to have that freedom. <laughs> yep. Amen. Yeah. Who wants that? Put up your no. Don't put your hands. Right. Right. <laughs> See, I don't think that's an anointing. I think that's a mindset. You can't just receive that anointing. If if that was, the altar would be really full right now. That's that's a mindset that we need to ask God to reveal and educate and help us to to live and walk uh, in a a, a mindset of blessing. Um, So you and I are called not just to steward what we have been given now, but through this, um, through faithfulness of the seed, See, if the, farmer, if the farmer eats his storehouse of seed, he's got nothing to plant. Uh, I was chatting with another person from Central Campus uh, in the last week, and, uh, and they said to me, you know, God's been speaking to me that I need more seed in the ground. I was like, oh, wow. That's such a crazy concept to me. You know, that I haven't got enough seed in the ground, therefore my future harvest isn't, isn't going to be strong. You know how much seed do you have in the ground right now? And don't hear me saying that seed has a, has a numerical dollar figure in it, because it doesn't. Seed is based on sacrifice. Seed is based on obedience. Seed is based on what, what I've got to give, what the Father is saying.
0: Thanks for joining us for the C3 Victory podcast. We would love to see you at one of our services. To find out more, visit us online at c3victory.org.au or check us out on Facebook or Instagram.